Patient 12. Their jaws crunching as the bones rearrange as they close their mouth to more human dimensions. Every morning, there are new ones, and now my mouth is full. I both fear and hope for where they will show up next. Have you found this to be the case, Dr. Riddleson? You went through the door as well, right? Let me see your family. Please, hold still. No, stop it. This interview was cut short when the patient attempted to examine my own teeth against my will to see if I had any new teeth for their family. Patient 12 is still under observation as of this account and will bear further interviews. How are you all feeling after the last session? Pretty good, you know. We've got a we've got a heading, you know. We we know what we need to do, right? Right? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> Kick this in is... a bandit camp and cut down a possible rebellion. Yes. I thought this is a diplomacy mission. What do you mean? <laughs> well, from the diplomacy? way he was, from the way Bolin was described, it sounds like he's more the bandit kick in the door type yeah just a little well I'm when you said that name last last episode thinking of cora avatar cora <laughs> and yes. Bol- bolin and that was the image i had in my head the entire time it's like, it's like he's just a he's just a sad little lava bender <laughs> so that, that's what really what i'm expecting going forward <laughs> man they released kineticist early <laughs> Oh, if only you knew. I don't like that. Yeah, nah. But yeah, then there was a thing about the Thin Man. Yeah, yep, that's, there is that's the Thin thing. Man. We don't have yeah. much on that. Is that in the AP? Did they did they rip off Slender Man in that way? Oh, you'll find out. <laughs> you'll find out. Slendy, we're coming for you. I'm gonna send some emails to Paisa right after this. He's fingers on the brain. That's all I can think of. Lima offers you a couple of horses for the 50-mile, two-day journey south to the Wildwood. It's the largest forest in Seven Arches, full of fae and wild magic, with rumor that as many as ten animals here have been awakened to magical sentience. There are no roads longer than a footpath that lead through its dense and tangled interior, and anyone passing through feels the weight of countless eyes set upon them. It opens suddenly, 
into a clearing roughly 400 feet across. It's long grasses, blowing in the wind across a gently rolling landscape. In the clearing center, a huge stone arch rises 50 feet into the sky. Smaller arches cluster around the massive gate. I want to touch it. Remember what happened when we last touched a gate? Well, this one doesn't appear to be open. We don't have that reading still, do we? I think we gave that up, yeah. I don't know. It looks awfully touchable. I don't think they're active at this point. Perhaps tied to whatever is in the area, but the Fae had to get here somehow. How did the Fae get anywhere? Mostly just by appearing. It's it's a weird... They just kind of go where they want. That's it. I don't see a problem with touching it. I mean, we you practically stood in the one in the town. I touch it. I just I just poke. <laughs> <laughs> Something gonna happen? Standing, standing back, journal at the ready. To be uh, clear, you you guys are very far away from the seven arches still. Oh. Oh. Just, oh. Sorry. I can touch it. Look, we're eager to touch magic rocks. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I do not touch it. Where some people are like, touch grass? No, we touch rocks. <laughs> I reach out to touch it and realize it's on the horizon. Can I throw Mia towards the portal in one throw? I'll allow it. I'm cool with that. You're getting closer when suddenly the entire glen shrouds itself in twilight, though previously it had only been day. As the scene around you darkens, there are two distinct and low growls in the grassland next to you. You see pairs of eyes, though not like eyes that you have ever seen, where you expect them to glow like red in the light. Instead, they seem to suck in light as these two massive dog-like creatures with smoke emanating from them start to creep out at you in the grass. Well, those don't look particularly friendly. Already starting to pull the weapon off his side. Yep, there is definite sliding the short sword out from the sheath and holding it at the ready. Oh, that's... Oh, they're so creepy. What happened to their eyes? Is, is Mia having a good eyesight day or a bad eyesight day? Like, where is her eyesight at this point? I would say in your fox form, your sight is doing better at nighttime than during day. And you all immediately realize what these are. Because it's all that the oak stewards have been talking about the entire time that you have met them. Gorgas, the strange fae who have mysteriously appeared and have been attacking people all around the countryside. And as you realize this, the two beasts lunge to attack. Everyone roll for initiative. I take it I can't roll stealth for initiative? Not in this case. Yep, I thought so. 22 for Varys, oh, hey. not bad. 23 for Freya. I roll a 22. Freya, you are the quickest on your feet. What do you do? Freya, seeing these beasts come towards her has pulled her short sword off of her back and holds it in sort of a reversed grip position 
as she moves towards the closest one to her. As she does, I'm going to start off by casting Dimensional Assault and sort of tumble through the nearest shadow, head over heels and coming out behind this creature. All right, perfect. Mm -hmm. In front of this creature, actually. I don't have enough movement to get behind it. Okay. For this one. But, and then as I come out, it is a quick upslash with the sword. All right. Go for it. And that is going to be an 18 to hit. 18 does hit. Okay. I will deal that damage. It is going to be three slashing damage. And I am going to then use my second action to go into Arcane Cascade as I pull up through this attack and sort of follow through with my blade, sort of the weird blood of this creature, because I don't imagine it bleeds red blood. No, as you slash at it, the gash that opens up only continues to smoke and smolder. Mm -hmm. So I, with my Arcane Cascade, pull that up and pull it around me as this swirling smoke around me. And it, since Dimensional Assault is a conjuration, this is going to be the same type of weapon, so the smoke almost turns into this razor-like protection around me. And I'm going to follow up with one more attack. Okay. But uh, I believe an eight is going to miss... An eight will miss, yes. As I overextend myself slightly and it moves out of the way before I can hit it. All right, Varen, you're next to be able to react. Varen's going to take a quick scan of these fellas here, just trying to see if he can figure out what exactly they are. Sure. That's going to be an exploit vulnerability from our very winter-dressed thaumaturge. So I'm going to roll an esoteric lore check here. I can get my skill page up. That is. Uh, that's a 17 total to figure out what these things might be weak against. All right. Indeed, these are Gorga, but they are a specific type of Gorga known as a Temigir. They embody the fear of nocturnal hunters, prey that stalk through the dark. They have the unique ability to blend in and step between shadows to surprise their victims. Though these are very small, an average Temigir is 8 feet long and weighs 500 pounds, but moves with unnatural fluidity and grace. Like all Fae, they are weak to cold iron, and you think that they would have enough reflexes to get you with an attack of opportunity. Just kind of takes a quick scan of these weird, massively... I can't say massively-eyed dog beasts <laughs> because they're completely lacking eyes. Just that empty pit of blackness rushes forward up about 25 feet to catch up and put himself kind of between where Mia is fighting one already and... Or not Mia, Freya is fighting one already and get himself angled between the other and just level this weird curved rifle out towards the one Freya has just struck and fire off a quick shot. Careful, they're more agile than you think. We're going to just fire this off and... Anything else we should know, smart man? 
They're fast. They might eat shadow, but I'm not certain what exactly that might do for you. You take a shot, and it does clear over the Temigir just by a little. See, now shifting shadows around them can't exactly get a good beam. But that's three actions, exploit, move, shit, and attack. All right. The southernmost Temigir makes a umbral leap at Vin. It goes through the shadows and appears right in front of Vin. Vin is able to make a bite attack, but misses Vin as he is able to duck out of the way. Mia, things are starting to get serious. What do you do? Are we still with the horses? Yes, though you are well off of them. All right. Mia is going to take what Baron said about shadows and be like, well, if they eat shadows, and then she starts spewing out balls of light for that just kind of in a rough square circle shape to create as much light as possible. Fantastic. And that is a cantrip. That's two actions. What do you do with your third? I am going to go and try to find a hiding spot and line myself up for what happens next. All right. So you're going to take the hide action. All right. Give me a stealth roll. And make sure it's secret. All right. So how do you find a hiding place for yourself? It's Mia kind of like after shooting out lots of dazzling bright lights and kind of distracting everyone for a moment. I'm sorry. She takes a moment, looks around, kind of sniffs the air and then jumps behind a couple rocks and just like crouches down and flattens her ears. All right. The Temigir being currently embattled with Freya makes a bite. Its first one is a miss, and its second is a natural 20 for a critical strike. So as well as doing 12 points of piercing damage, Freya, I need a fortitude save. As I said, as, as, as that happens, Freya lets out a curse in Elven, one that is to not be repeated in polite company. And that is a 22 for my fortitude saving throw. You start to see part of your shadow being grabbed by the Temigir and pulled towards its maw. But just as you might tear your sleeve away from a puppy who is grabbing onto it, you are able to recall your shadow from you and keep it safe. I will not become Peter Pan this day. It does not like, however, that it is covered by Mia's dancing lights and is going to retreat to a more shadowy area running past Varen and way into the field a bit. And as it's going by, that pistol just still trained on it. Oh no, you're not going anywhere too fast. Fires off another shot at this thing. Implements interruption is so much fun and you got exactly within 10 feet. Yep, go ahead. Let's see if I can actually hit this thing. A 24 is not a critical, but that is a very good hit. That's a chunky bit of damage. And because I have exploit vulnerabilities on these guys, it is going to, in addition to this just single shot going off with 
oddly a loud bang, but no black powder smoke shooting out, this is going to act as if it is cold iron and trigger that weakness. Perfect. So that's going to be a total of six damage before weakness. All right. In addition to the bullet going through, its skin starts to sizzle from the effects of cold iron, doing an additional three points of damage. It ends its turn as Vin, you are encountered face to face with a fully healthy Temigir. Vin was speculating throwing Mia to the arch in the distance, pondering how good his throwing arm was. And he didn't even notice the twilight around him. He didn't notice that the ambiance changing. He's just talking until he heard that noise of the leap. And he turns around and goes, what do you want? I'm talking here. And his, the flame from his monkey head envelops in this purple light as he attempts an intimidation check as his first action. All right. Or demoralize. There'll be a 14 on the die. Or 14 total, sorry. All right. 14 does not beat their will DC in this case. He's carrying his backpack and he reaches behind that backpack to pull out this large pole arm. As he puts himself into a stance, he will one action draw the weapon and do a third action to swing downward. Yeah, 12 to hit. You make the strike, but the Temigir is able to quickly leap a little bit to the side as your blade only slashes through the smoky trail that it leaves behind it. Freya, your quarry has made chase. Yes, yes, it has. So I start off by sort of clutching at this spot where it has bit me and tried to rip away part of me, just kind of keeping it in. And then I will spend my first action to give chase, moving up behind it, the 20 feet. And then for my last two actions, I focus for a second and I'm going to spell strike gouging claw with my blade as the blade sort of changes for a moment as I funnel this magic through it. It becomes a little bit more primal and like the blade itself has teeth. And we're going to do slashing damage. I don't think a 15 is going to hit. 15 in this case does not hit as the claw buries into the soil instead. As I'm still just trying to keep this the parts of me that should be inside me, inside of me. And falling kind of to a, like, a bit of a leaning on whatever's nearby for stability, because that fucked me up. And then that's my entire turn. All right. As you had made this gouging claw cantrip, it was able to get off another bite. Yeah, I bring the blade up to just sort of grab it where it's trying to bite me and just sort of shove it back a little bit. Excellent. Varen. Just a brief step forward. Mia would hear the, the Freya would hear the ground kind of shift behind her at a brief click as something is set very close by. Sorry about your ear. And fires off this shot directly at the beast in front of her. Meanwhile, probably the first time 
Freya has actually seen this happen in combat. As that shot's fired, you can see part of where the sleeve is on Varen's arm has shifted up, and this mm. weird spiraling white tattoo on his arm has a full, like, raven's head popping out of it and pecking into the side of his gun. As that shot fires, it is reloaded, and we're gonna go for this first strike here. Fifteen. As you say that, Freya's shoulder briefly nudges your gun just a tiny bit, and the shot doesn't manage to hit. Just kind of curses under his breath for a brief moment, looks over to see the one that Vin was yelling at. I don't know if they speak common, and his voice just kind of shifts up a pitch into Sylvan, and just, he doesn't know if these weird fey dogs can speak even at all or understand language, but just gesture at this one that Vin is dealing with. I'm about to send you back to wherever it is in the first world you call home, unless you decide to run off like a good dog for an intimidation check on that one. Okay. No luck. The Temigir is more focused on Vin as you make that threat. That's three actions. Step up, fire, intimidate, and familiar action is reload. The Temigir next to Vin makes a bite and hits, doing five points of damage. I would like to react to that. Sure. Vin, intimidation tactics didn't work. His swing did not work. But, and he has this sense of self-preservation. And as this happens, this fear of getting attacked interjects within him. And a wave of fire moves in front of this Temigir's bite. He's going to activate his selfish shield ability, which will give me three resistance. Uh, So I will only be taking two damage. Perfect. The Temigir then bites not at you, but at one of the many shadows that flickers out from your shield. I need a fortitude save from you. You rolled a 15, which is a normal failure. It rips off part of your shadow, and though it's your shadow, you feel it on your body. You take eight points of piercing damage, and the Temigir gains two temporary hit points. It then makes one more bite attack against you, but misses. Mia. So Mia, seeing Freya in so much trouble, she is going to dash over and throw up a shield between the, like, Tamagiri? Am I pronouncing that correctly? Temigir. Temigir. So she's going to throw up a shield and kind of attempt to pull Freya back. Okay. She's going to, like, sneak up behind and go boop, 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 boop. I'm here to help. And as she says, I'm here to help, you actually see her poof in like to a cloud of smoke and her like the first time seeing her human form. And she like links arms with you and tries to like scoot you back to try to dress your wounds. What's your human form look like? So you see she's Mia still has these big floppy ears. (laughs) She hasn't grown into them yet don't think she's ever going to she's got this like sandy blonde 
hair that's always kind of kept up in this very messy braided bun with these crystal blue eyes. She still has a crescent moon shape on her forehead. It's just like a whited out spot. And she wears very like dusty, deserty style clothing. Not appropriate for cold weather at all. <laughs> all right. So are you doing a heal action or a battle medicine? I, yeah. If I can do like a medicine just to like bandage the wounds up, that would be fantastic. Yeah, if you have battle medicine, go right ahead. I think I have medicine. Well, do you have the battle medicine feet? Oh, oh, no, 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 no. So sorry. Nothing matters. But it's medicine not- will take 10 minutes. That'll be a post, post combat thing, but post-com- you know. I'm trying to at least pull you away. The, the the intent is there. I'm trying. But I think that you can cast shield. Yes, I can. It's a cantrip. Okay. So you cast shield on Freya. Mm-hmm. So what do you want to do for your last action? I'm just going to scoot back again and and kind of like give a little space, but I'm I'm there. I'm ready to like fuck shit up if I have to. Alright. The Temigir next to Freya is getting a little sick of you and is ready to end you. It tries a bite. Yeah, that is going to hit. The 24 is going to hit my AC. Now you do have the shield. Do you want to use the shield block reaction? Yeah. Actually, I would like to use Eerie Flicker. Oh, okay. As, as this happens... It is almost like Freya phases out of the, this world. Eerie Flicker is is a reaction for the trigger is an enemy strike would hit you, but you weren't already concealed, hidden, or undetected by the enemy. Your body flickers momentarily into the ethereal plane and becomes concealed for one round. And the flat check for the concealment applies to the strike that would hit you. All right. So I will try to make that flat check. That's an eight for concealment sealed is dc5 all right yes so it will pass the conceal check with an eight so it will do five points of bite damage freya unfortunately goes down and will move your initiative right before that timid gear then sets its eyes not on varin but on mia it uses its umbral leap to leap backwards into a shadow being cast by a tree and appears behind Mia, growling. I growl back. Vin. Vin seems overwhelmed right now. He has been trained for this situation, but he's not very good in situations like these. But something takes over his headspace, and he cools down a little bit, takes a deep breath, and he reaches out with his weapon as this purplish fire trickles out. He is going to use his focus spell, Touch of Corruption. I will need a fortitude save. Rolled a 22. The DC was 17. That will be a normal success. Alright. Go ahead and take... 1d6 cut into half take 2 points of damage. Despite that I am still going to swing my weapon down on this creepy 
creature. We are going with alliteration today. That would be a 25 to hit. A 25 is so close to a critical, but it's just a normal success. All right, but finally finding a little purchase with his weapon, he will deal 10 points of slashing damage. Yes, you bear into it, and there is not a gush of blood, but a gush of smoky shadow that comes out of the wound that you left with the axe blade. And with that, my third action is my tail is going to whip around, grab this creature's tail, and I'm going to attempt a trip attack. Okay. He has 17 against his reflex, I believe. Probably his reflex DC is 20. So Ooh. unfortunately, that will not work. Never mind on that one. Going back to intimidation checks, got it. <laughs> Varen, you are now first as Freya lies on the ground bleeding. He's going to kind of briefly look around. Had heard Mia rush up behind him and briefly step up towards Freya and then back. Do you have a way to help her, Mia? Not at the moment! Just kind of turning back towards the voice, sees the thing appear, just up, steps forward just to get himself closer to make this thing, you know, hopefully try to go after him. Uh, and then just point blank fires a shot off at this thing as he's going to give it. We'll give it another intimidation check because this is... A, oh, no, this is the one I already intimidated, so I can't try again on... Oh, no, I didn't succeed. You tried the one close to Vin? Ah, I yeah, I did. So I can try that again, yeah. You can try on this one next to Mia, yes. Yeah. We'll give that another intimidate check here to see if we can't make it easier to hit and also less likely to hit Mia. What do you say in Sylvan to it? Fox and a hound, eh? Well, in this case, I think the hound's going to be the one put down. It understands its native tongue of Sylvan, and you see that the bristles peak up just like they would on any other dog who's scared. Oh, you caught that one. Fox and the Hound is is an underrated line. I want to remember that one all night. That is now the <laughs> name of the episode. <laughs> Fox and the Hound. I'm just going to keep this rifle leveled at this thing as that bird head pokes back out and loads another shot into it. Well, if there's one thing dogs are good at, it's playing catch. And just fires off this. It's a ball. It is a ball of bullet. A 23 will hit. And this is going to be, in addition to old still triggering that weakness for cold iron. So, eight damage plus three. You fire at it point blank. The bullet goes into it and again causes a sizzling burn to appear on the creature's flesh. But it is still alive, but barely. And that will be three actions. The Temigir closest to Vin breaks off its attack and instead steps up to Varen. And without him. even properly paying attention, just shot at this one, bops it up over the shoulder, another shot back at the one behind him. Oh no, don't think I've taken my eyes off you. Can you do that with a step? Uh, with a, It's just a move action, but step specifically doesn't trigger reactions. So Correct. I don't know if it was actually taking a move action to get up. Nope, just a step. Ah. He bites, but misses, and then grabs at the shadow that you have being dispelled from Mia's being dispelled from Mia's dancing lights. Give me a fortitude save. Well, that's a nat one. 
So I think I kind of want to use a hero point on that. That is certainly your call. Yeah, I'd rather I'd rather not have the big chomp when they have someone down already. We're gonna we're gonna burn our hero point and re-roll that. It's a twelve, but at least it's not a one. Twelve is a failure, but not a critical failure. You feel part of your shadow torn away from you for six points of damage. Timagir looks a little bit better as it gains two temporary hit points. That will be all for it. Mia. Me. I look to Viren and I, I'm like, hey, do you think we can get them in a cone? Or like, together? Is that possible? This is about as close as you're probably going to get them. Crap. Okay. I'd, if we can get Freya back up, I she's quite injured, but I, I'm a bit busy here. That's, that's what I'm going to do. Alright, so instead of doing what Mia was like, Oh, she's kind of panicking a little bit, being like, I want to save my friend, but I also want to make things these things not alive. Instead, she's going to turn around and go over to Freya, and I'm going to cast a heal spell. Zamia, you before doing that, you'll want to move yourself to where you want to be. Is, is everybody hurt? And reaction will also heal enemies. Oh, okay. Then yeah, no, not gonna it do is that. Non-discriminative. They're just weird dogs. That dog is sick. A moonbeam of healing shines on Freya, and Freya, you dart back to life as you feel almost good as new, though at wounded one. Mia's in your face. Like, do you feel better? You will immediately, Freya will immediately let out a bunch of cursing in Elvin, just being like, thank you. You're gonna have to teach me those fancy words sometime. They sound so pretty. Maybe. We'll, we'll see after this. <laughs> so if that's all for you, Mia, Freya, you're up. Okay, cool. I was gonna spend my first action to stand up, and then just being like, I never want to see fey dogs again, and... The other two is just going to point the sword at it and the the one that took me down and I'm going to two action cast hydraulic push at it. Ooh, all right. I spend my uh, spell slot and I'm going to spend my hero point on that because I don't want to live with an eight. That's a 14. <laughs> I hate it. 14 is so very, very close. The water jet flashes over it but unfortunately doesn't hit. And then I just hope that it's said to go after other people. And that's that's my entire turn. When I actually stand up to it and it's just more cursing and elven. It's just there trying to like mouth the words that you're saying. The one closest to Varen makes a bite at him, misses its first time, follows up again with a 22, which will hit. That'll make it. For six points of damage. As it bites you, it also starts to pull some of your shadow away. Give me a fortitude save. A ten. God, our, our dice tonight. Yeah, they're not being good. That'll be a regular failure as, again, part of your shadow is torn away from you. It feels like your skin is being flayed as you also go unconscious. The Temigir gets a little better with two HP left 
that will be all for its turn as your initiative, Varen, moves just before the creature that downed you. We end the third round with Vin. Oh boy. Vin is going to move near Varen. We're going to use this path and we are going to strike at the creature that brought Varen down. He's Vin seems to have calmed down a bit. His fire on his head went from that weird, gross purple fire to his normal orange fire as he tries to get a beat of what's going on, seeming a little confused and lost. Realizing that his acquaintance has gone down, he moves closer to him, taking a route that gives him a wide berth around the hounds, and he will take a strike at the one that brought Varen down. All right, go for it. Hitting for a 26. A 26. Even though it is not frightened anymore, that is still a critical success. Go ahead and roll that damage. Critical damage is 16 with my deadly trait. (laughs) As he takes four of it. You slice into... Actually, let's pull a Matt Mercer and say, how do you want to bring this creature down? Not even sure what to do, as Vin maneuvers into a more advantageous position for him. There's a little bit of monkey curiosity as he puts the weapon through that weird eye socket and just kind of leans forward a little bit, (laughs) more as an experiment, and then realizes that Varen is still down and then goes a little faster to, to... defeat this monster he almost seems a little grossed out that this brought the attack down or this brought the creature down the temikir falls and as it does shadow escapes from its two gaping eye holes and it shrivels into a husk as a free action i'm going to change my grip to one-handed and will pull a potion out of my bandolier as another free action and feed it to there. Have a minor potion, Varen. It is appreciated. 2 HP. Varen, you feel the tiniest bit better as your eyes open up and see the creature who downed you is itself dead. He's got a cough sputtering up part of this potion that had been just forced past the what's it called? The bandana that he has on his face. It's kind of like half poured through it, halfway shoved over the top and just kind of pushing himself, barely having fallen over and realizing he was out for a moment. Oh, oh, thank you, Vin. I suppose you could handle yourself better than me. Kind of collecting himself a moment, still on the ground, knowing these things have an attack of opportunity. He's going to have to spend an action to crawl away five feet and get away from it before standing up. All right, before you can do that, the Temigir steps towards Mia and bites at you. But I'm a soft, sweet, foxy girl. Why would you do this to me? Its first strike is a miss. Its second one is a hit, dealing five points of damage. Mia, you now start off round four as... The Temigir has its sight set on you. Mia just looks at it and, like, kind of tries to be intimidating. No, she's not. Mia's not intimidating at all. 
soft, sweet marshmallow. <laughs> but she does look at it and she's just like, that really hurt, you know, and like flings out retractable claws. And I'm actually going to use Titan Swing. And I'm just going to try to hit this thing in the face. All right. Screw this. I'm mad. Bad dog. I've never made a melee attack before, y'all. Oh, can I spend a hero point for that? Because I don't want to go down on that hill. <laughs> of course. <laughs> the great part about hero points is they are yours to spend when you want to. Ah, oh, well, I'm dying on this hill anyway. I'm just determined. The sweet marshmallow can't. <laughs> don't worry. We're keeping on the track of our hero points have actively made our roles worse. <laughs> you see a glimpse of Mia's deviant ability as her limbs become a little bit bigger and strike out. Though the timid fox is not quite used to this concept of violence yet and misses the Temigear. I tried, guys. I tried really hard. Please be proud of me. Freya, will you be able to save your teammates? I'm going to really try. So I'm going to... Freya spends the fir her first action to recharge her spell strike, running her hand along the blade. You sort of watch it crackle with this magical energy. And then we are going to try and spell strike gouging claw again. Mother God damn it. <laughs> That's a 10, dear listeners. As That's only your first strike. The, the, the thing is that I just spent two actions on a spell strike. That is my entire turn. Oh, no. Yeah. One action to recharge, spell strike, two actions to attack. The joys of Magus. Oh, I didn't hit. Oh, that's my turn. Sorry, guys. Varen, you see your team having a tough time while you lie there on the ground. Gonna move ourselves away a little bit here to try and not get mauled as I'm in a very injured state here before picking himself up and just trying to take off a shot at this thing from where he's just barely outside of its reach. You take a shot, carefully aiming it from where you are, and make a critical success of a strike. Ooh. Go ahead and make that roll. This is a fatal weapon, so this is about to be big. You take your shot. How do you want to get this creature down uh well with 23 damage plus a weakness of another three so 26 total dear listeners fatal weapons are fun just levels this from where he's barely standing still sort of wobbling and his hand isn't quite on the mark before that bird's head pops out and just smacks his wrist to make him aim to the right slightly and just fires straight into one of those massive lacks of eyes and just blast out the other side with shadow just bursting. I think I got it that time. The creature goes flying. As it does, though, I need everyone to give me a perception check. That is a 14 for Freya. Not one for Finn. <laughs> is that your second of the night? It's not. Not feeling it. Everyone else is just relieved that the fight seems to finally be over. Varen, you look past where the Temigur falls and you start to see something horrific. There is a line of dead grass 
as the light, as the life is just starting to be sucked out from all vegetation, like a wall is moving across the plains, and it's coming right for you. That's where we'll end tonight's session. Will they be able to stop the ritual in time? Will they survive long enough to get there? Find out next time on Ash and Snow. Ash and Snow uses trademarks and copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. Used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Ash and Snow is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo's Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. Ash and Snow is published through Skullstone Entertainment, LLC. Copyright 2023.